Best of Times live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times, your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine and radio show for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning into our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple and Android devices. Joining me on my show as a special guest is Miss Brenda Malara, who is the Community Outreach Specialist with EQ Health Health Advise Well, and she's going to be discussing the Senior Medicare Program, which they administer in the states of Louisiana, Mississippi, and Georgia. So thank you, Brenda, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very, very excited to be here with you today, sharing this important information to not only our local community, but our whole state of Louisiana, and also anyone that may be listening throughout the United States, this information also impacts you. So thank you for, for having me on your show, Gary. Well, thank you. Did I, did I mispronounce your last name? Sometimes I rebaptize people. Is uh... No, you did a really good job. Well, that, thank you. That's thank correct. you a lot. Uh, so, again, tell our listeners a little bit about what Senior Medicare Patrol is. Well, Senior Medicare Patrol is a federally funded program from the Administration for Community Living here in Louisiana. Mississippi and Georgia. Uh, Senior Medicare Patrol is sponsored by EQ Health Advise Well, and pretty much our mission is to go out and empower and assist anyone that's on Medicare, in other words, Medicare beneficiaries, their families, and caretakers so that they can prevent, detect, and report healthcare fraud, errors, and abuse, um, you know, just through our outreach, counseling, and education. Well, tell our listeners, it's been around a while. It's something, you know, I've had... You've been uh, promoted on our on our uh, website as well as in a mag- issue of our magazine as well as uh, on many other places. And I had a couple of calls and they said we never heard of this program, and I said, "Well, I'm sorry, but uh, it's been around a while." And they, they also promote themselves in our magazine, which I referred somebody. It's you know, it's not as striking. It doesn't say except at the end. It says www.stopmedicarefraud.org, and that's the same people involved in there. Okay. So uh, some people Correct. they don't they don't unless it's really blaring or a full page. Yeah, they may remember it. So this individual would call a reference, and he called back. Yes, Gary. Oh, I've seen them in there a long time okay and they also were some of your events in the past i said yes that's they they help they help all of us in the medicare program and to keep our taxpayers money uh utilized uh appropriately not inappropriately is that correct correct and i think that what has happened is we have been around for quite a few years now and we are on a national level so it's just because i'm mentioning these three states which my company sponsors doesn't mean the program isn't you know, does not exist um, elsewhere. The program's available in all of our 50 states and U.S. territories. So if you're listening from um, Guam, Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Washington, D.C., this program is there too. But I think that throughout the years, with scams becoming more prevalent and easier to, to maneuver throughout the community, our name has popped up more and more and more because obviously we're getting busier and busier fighting these scam artists. So I think that's um, that's one of the reasons that maybe people didn't hear about us earlier on, just because scams weren't that prevalent or easy to uh, maneuver through. You know, um, so now that that's something that's unfortunately very common, 
I think more people have heard about our program. And we're a free resource. That's very important for people to know that we are a free resource so that they can always um, reach out to us in case they need our help. So your your position with the company is outreach in, in like educating the, the citizens and Medicare beneficiaries both in those three states to, to access y'all, right? It, it, you want to get, Correct. you want to be contacted. You want, you don't want people exactly. to get lazy enough not to, not to report this. Because, uh, tell the listeners if, if they report a particular situation on maybe their Medicare OMB or or something they uh, get wind of and get try to be scammed. Uh, it's important that that you be you inform someone, right? Correct. My role as a community outreach specialist is to go out into the community and talk about what is going on. Uh, to, you know, and I talk to different groups of people, and and you know what we call community outreach. So I travel throughout the state of Louisiana because I, I live in Louisiana, but I also have um, my colleagues in Mississippi and Georgia that do the same thing that I do. And so we present at different um, centers, for, uh, like senior centers, assisted uh, living facilities, just different places where seniors or people that are already on Medicare, where they gather. And I try, that's where I try to go and talk to them and do presentations. And, and you know, we do have different types of presentations. We have presentations that are very short. We have ones that are very, a little longer. It's just, we can cater our presentation to your particular group. Uh, and, and I just try to go out and uh, empower and educate people and answer their questions. Because yes, we want you to call us when you think you've been the victim of a scam or just a particular Medicare um, fraud, or if you just have any questions regarding something, you can reach out to us anytime and call us, and we'll answer your questions. So, yes, we want to uh, – it's kind of like, you know, we're putting our name out there so people know that in the event that they may need us, we're there for them. And the other thing is mention confidentiality. I mean, that a lot of – some yes. people I deal with seniors and boomers all the time. Gary, I think this is I, – I think there's something wrong here. What should I do? And I said, report it. And they're not going to come back to you. You're not going to be – uh, even if it's if you're incorrect, you know sometimes we do think it may be fraudulent. We may think it's a scam, but it's not, right? Well, yes, and and you, you touched upon something that's very important, which is confidentiality. Uh, obviously, if you call us and report a particular provider, meaning a doctor or a particular facility, because you think they may be uh, scamming you or just making you come in several times a month or or within a, a cycle, just because. They, they know that they can bill you for that and you feel that that's wrong. It does not mean that because you're calling and reporting them that we're going to say, oh, so-and-so called you in and reported you. That, you know, that's one part of the confidentiality thing that we, that we handle. But also confidentiality means that no one should be calling you or requesting your personal information, especially your Medicare number, because that's something that unique and you know to you and then only you should have that information uh medicare will never call to verify or update your information and that's one of the scams people calling identifying themselves as a medicare employee and that they're just calling to make sure that they have your information and correct on you know on their end no no one should be calling you or coming to your door knocking on it to to say we're here to verify information. So just keep that in mind. You know, no one should be calling you to ask you for that type of personal and confidential information. And if they do, uh, don't give out information. Just hang up on them. And if you do give it out, call us. 
so that we can try to help you out with what you know just happened. Well, you know that's that's the important things, and I I, I deal with a lot of my listeners and readers and uh, event attendees and et cetera that. that some of them are home alone, and they love to talk to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's sad that they get all these scammers out there. They try to get information from them, and they they're, they're, they touch a conversation. You know, I try to tell a few of them, be careful about what you share with somebody you don't know on the phone. And, and some of them remember that, but sometimes they're, they're, they're pretty um, uh, sneaky, you might want to call it, on how they get the yes. information from people. Uh, they and, know what to say. Oh, Scammers know what to say to win your trust, and then you know once they have that, they can ask you almost anything, and 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 you'll open yourself to it. You know, so you know, especially this past year where a lot of us had to stay home. You know, oh yes, um, I think that's where more you know people realize more and more what all of these calls were all about because you had more time to answer them or at least hear the recordings if they left you a voicemail. So I think that um, I, I always recommend to people that if the, their phone rings and you don't you don't recognize that number, just let it ring. Well, just let it go to voicemail. That, that's a good point. I want to put kudos mm-hmm. on on your organization because. Uh, uh, EQ Health has has been a big supporter of the best of times on our radio show and in our events. You've attended many of them, but over the mm-hmm. past few years, you've also sent us news releases and information that we would inform all of our listeners and readers of potential scams. And I can recall this big one that I think we saved. Uh, no telling what the impact was, but it was tremendous that you informed us whenever the Medicare system decided to change their old numbering system uh, into into the new numbering system and all the scams out there. I had, I can tell you, hundreds of people calling me and saying, God, thank you, Gary, because this company called me and said they can get our number quicker if if they would, you would give them the current number and they will contact you and one day if you give them a thousand dollars you'll get your number quicker than ever, and you know mm-hmm. luckily I think we stopped stopped a lot of them but I hate to say this um, several people took advantage fell for it. Mm-hmm. they they fell for it and then you know of and course, that was that that happened a couple of years ago yes it, it was did the first time that Medicare changed. You know, their system where before they used your social security number, which caused a lot of identity theft also. Oh, yes. And that's why they did it, you know, to protect your identity, too, because that's the number that, you know, you're pretty much born with and leave with, you know. So, and you can't get another one. So that that's why they had to change that, and they decided to assign everyone on Medicare an alphanumeric number, which means now it's a combination of numbers and letters. So the good thing now is that if you were to lose your card or have it stolen or with that number, now they can assign you a new number, whereas before they could because it was your social security number. So there's new, there's a, there, there are good things that are happening now with this change. But during that transition, yes, a lot of people were scammed because, like you said, they would get these calls where they would say, if you let us help you, you know, you'll get your number faster. And Or they would tell you, you have to apply for your new number, which was a big, um, it was just a, that was that was not correct because Medicare was assigning numbers automatic to their beneficiaries. So a lot happened, but yes, we were able to help a lot of people. And, you know, we besides you, we do send our alerts to a lot of other organizations 
so that hopefully they can share it with their seniors. And that's the important thing, education and, and be, becoming aware so you can have it in your mind in case you get a call. And, I mean, in case some of them even send letters uh, and emails to you. And there's so many ways that they make contact and try to scam us out there from uh, from them, from no telling where they're from, they could be overseas. They're not. They're not down yeah. the street. So uh, again, it's continuing, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful that we have people, you know, and agencies and, and organizations like you that can can help uh, help senior citizens as well in dealing with. This. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. tell our. So I know you you've done this for many many years, um, and, and helping people in in the various states. So how many people have you reached? Do you, can you give us an indication? Well, um, so far we work with grant cycles. Mm-hmm. So our grant cycle right now is for five years. And in the uh, for the past three years, uh, I would say we have educated uh, about 350,000 people. Already wow, that's awesome. Community outreach. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of community outreach through educational events. And we've spoken to over 3,500 people one-on-one which we call individual interaction. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been able to help that you know that amount of people plus um, countless other beneficiaries um, because we were able to reach them via media exposure and in the past year, virtually. So um, that's pretty much what we've been able to do in, the, in the, these three states, Louisiana, Mississippi, and, and Georgia. And like I said, in the past year, we had to really... Uh, get creative with our community outreach because we were not able to go out into the community to present, obviously because of of COVID. You know, these so health fairs we were not taking place like all the ones that exactly. I grew in, in Northwest. In Northwest Louisiana, were all canceled. We hope they're going to start up maybe in October, but uh, you know, those, those were yeah. had big attendance of seniors and boomers. And your your you have presentations at all of ours in the past got 20 years. Uh, so it's, you know, that kind of education as well. Yes. So those were, and those were, if you remember, those were the first ones to get canceled because just demographics are, are people on, you know, our seniors that are already on Medicare, they were the first ones that were protected and where, you know, whereas no one could go into their facilities to, to do community outreach or, or to even visit. Right. You know, families were not even available, to, you know, allowed to go. So we have to auto, you know, quickly think. Okay, we cannot go out there and present face to face. What can we do? Because we continue to work, you know, and that, and really, we were even working harder because the scam artists were taking advantage of of what was going on with this COVID, uh, with you know, with coronavirus and COVID, these new this new you know um, virus that was going around. So we had to uh, just be on top of that, and we started uh, doing presentations virtually. So I think that's something that we learned how to do. We started doing it. We've been doing it for the past year, and I, I think we're going to continue to do it because now it's something that's already part of our, you know, of our uh, strategies to get out there. So besides one-on-one, now we also do virtual. Okay, hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now we're with more sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Ebears Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Key. 
Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and Ebears Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Caligas, and I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on our show is a special guest, is Miss Brenda Malara, who is a community outreach specialist with EQ Health advised well and she's discussing the senior medicare program that it's administered that they administer in the states of louisiana mississippi and georgia so thank you brenda for joining us today here on the best of times radio hour thank you gary so happy to be here with you today so let's let's get into some um uh, helpful hints to our listeners out there who may be medicare beneficiaries may have a loved one that is or uh, or may be soon becoming a medicare beneficiary and so what what are some tips that these individuals should know about in order to not to be a victim of health care scams? Well, there are several, but the main ones that we share all the time are, for example, protect your Medicare card. That's that red, white, and blue card that all Medicare beneficiaries have or, or, or get when they become part of the program. We tell them to never give out that Medicare number that identifies you and that is unique to you. Uh, don't give it to someone you don't know or trust. Don't do it over the phone. You just remember, you don't ever know who's really calling you. So if they ask you for this information, just tell them that, unfortunately, you, know, you don't give out personal information over the phone. Another way you can protect yourself is to review your Medicare summary notices. Those are those statements that you get in the mail about, uh, I would say, every 90 days. Look at them. Make sure that the dates on there, the doctor's names, locations, and services provided, make sure they're correct. If you see something that you, you, you just don't remember or you know for sure it does not belong to you or you don't recognize the doctor's name or the date, call us. You know, that's when you really have to make sure that something's not going on with, that, with your number because we, I also like to remind people that you don't necessarily have to lose your Medicare number, you know, the card, or give out your number to have it uh, compromised. Sometimes people working within a doctor's office or, or someone, you know, they have access to this information. So sometimes your numbers can get compromised in that way where they steal your number and sell it to a scam artist. So by reviewing your Medicare summary notices, that's when you're going to find out if something's going on. And, and, you know, tell, again, tell, and yeah. tell our listeners, that's the importance. People say, well, what are they going to do with my card? What are they going to do with my number, Gary? So it, it, give them a little snippet on what, what they do with it, what these scammers do with it once they get the number. Okay. So once a scam artist has your number, what they do is they bill Medicare for services, that supposedly you as a beneficiary received, okay? And then they get paid for that service or that uh, particular equipment because we also, you know, DME, durable medical equipment. That's why sometimes you may be billed for a walker or a wheelchair. And if you don't check your summary notice, you'll never see that. But that person who billed it gets compensated from, from Medicare for it. And, and you know, all that person just hopes is that you never see that on your Medicare summary notice and report it because, you know, they've gotten the money for it. So that's what happens. They, they use your number to bill Medicare for services or equipment that never was given to you, but on paper it was, and they get compensated for it. And that's how $60 to $100 billion a year is stolen. That's from amazing. 
how much mm-hmm. and 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 you know everybody needs to be prudent enough to look at it. I mean, sometimes those line items there on that be will, will shock you. I mean, I know of many individuals have shown it to me, Gary. I never ordered this this uh, electric mm-hmm. wheelchair. It's nine thousand dollars. Somebody paid for it. I said, well, the Medicare paid for it. Uh, and surprisingly, they're not asking you for twenty percent, but uh, you didn't even get the thing. So, I mean, this individual exactly. luckily called them. Uh, it was. It took a long time, but it was a fraudulent company. I hate to say this out of Texas, <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. was billing lots of people because they got access to the Medicare numbers, and they were just billing people right and left, hopefully nobody would look at it and report them. But luckily, a few people did, and I think they got caught. And um, I hope, hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully they were convicted but hopefully we we got our taxpayers got our money back but you never know right and i i and i tell seeing i give them this example because this is how important it is for you to review your your summary notices you know you get them in the mail some people just toss them in the garbage because they know it's not a bill you know where they right. don't have to pay anything it's just an explanation of benefits or Medicare summary notice. But it's important that you do review it because, let's say, your number was compromised. You were billed for a wheelchair that obviously you never got because you didn't need it, but it was on there and you didn't see it because you threw it away, right? You threw away your summary notice. Well, God forbid, two months down the road, you have an accident or something happens where you do need that wheelchair. When your provider goes to you prescribe it and request it, Medicare will deny it because they will say, oh, no, we already provided you with a wheelchair two months ago, and now you're asking for another one? And you didn't, you didn't even know that because you did not open your summary notice to check and report it. Excellent example, an excellent true story. Okay. That, that has happened to many people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and because Medicare only provides you with, with a wheelchair every five years. So that's how important it is. For you to review your your you know your notice, and also it's not just wheelchairs, which is durable medical equipment. It's also with therapy sessions. You only get so many therapy sessions, but if someone's billing your card for uh, for therapy sessions that you don't know about, God forbid, when you do need those sessions, you'll also be denied for them. So that's how important it is for someone you know for you to review your Medicare summary notice. And if you can't do it or you just don't know how. You can get a family member to help you with that or give us a call and we'll help you figure it out. But that's how crucial it is for Medicare beneficiary to be on top of their account. So when an individual says they may suspect it and they're saying, well, Gary, I'm not smart enough to, to, to figure this out, you're, 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 you and your staff help them go through it and that's what I try to explain to them it's, it's not mm-hmm. going to be a matter yeah. of, and if you're and if you call and it really is legit they're not going to say well ma'am or sir we're sorry you shouldn't have done that but no it's it's a matter of education I mean some people get um, these lengthy if they have a hospitalization or they have lots of services it's, it could be lengthy and uh, some of them yeah. get, get, and overwhelming. get overwhelming and to look at every line item 
that's on that particular line. Even even here, who I know about it, I get mine and I'm just like, whoa, that many items? Okay. <laughs> and everybody's yeah. brother bills different stuff, so you never know about all this. It, it's really, you know, the healthcare billing is, is getting more and more complex, I take it. So, um, but again, it's it's to our benefit. And what you you mentioned, what was the number? Sixty-two billion or two hundred sixty-two? I can't remember what you said. What's we lose between we lose between sixty to a hundred billion dollars a year. That's a lot of money. To Medicare fraud. That's not so million, that's guys. That's billion. That's billion with a B. Mm-hmm. And yes. if we could just and, and when I save just a little bit, I, that would be great. Right. When I do a presentation, you know, at the beginning, I, I tell the, the, the audience, I ask them, how much money do you think we lose a year to Medicare fraud and health care scams? And someone will say, oh, two million. Someone else will say three, you know, three million. And when I actually tell them the correct amount, which is, you know, between 60 and 100 billion, they just cannot believe it. You know, and I said, yes, that's how bad, you know, this, you know, the scam artists, you know, what they, what they do to the program. That's how bad it is. That you know, that's how much is coming out of it, and it's going into the hands of the scam artists. So you know, they're dangerous. So we, the tip one is, of course, protect your Medicare number. Um, be yes. careful who you give it to, uh, and and don't be upset if the number is compromised. Because as you said, there are people out there, unscrupulous people working in the healthcare community occasionally that. You get bribed with hundreds of dollars, and more than that sometimes mm-hmm. to give get give uh, per Medicare number, right? Right, correct. And, and we have data that shows that once a scam artist has a number, he will sell it to eight other scam artists. Wow! So that's how quickly your number can you know can be compromised, not just by one person but several people. So it's it's crucial, you know, that that people be on like I said, be on top of their Medicare accounts, and now. It's, a, it's getting a little easier now, too, be, uh, because now people, uh, if you're Internet savvy and you understand how you get on, the, you know, on a computer and open up your account on the Internet, you can now get your Medicare account via the, um, you know, via virtually, you know, on the Internet. You can open up your account there at Medicare, uh, Medicare.gov, G-O-V, and have access to it that way, too. So even if you were to, like... Let me, let me go back a little bit. The new Medicare cards that we mentioned a, a few minutes ago, they are not plastic. They are paper cards. So sometimes, you know, people may wash them, you know, if they put it in their pocket. <laughs> so it's wet, right? And it's it, then shredded because it got washed and dried. Well, you didn't lose it. So instead of calling Medicare to get a new card, what you can do now is log online to your, and get into your account and print out a new card. Right. Okay. So that's that's the way that you know Medicare, that direction the Medicare is heading into, you know, virtually too, to make it a little easier for beneficiaries. So there's a lot of good too, you know. Yeah, that's that's a positive. Because I remember in the past it was very yeah. difficult to get a duplicate card. Uh, yeah. even, even with the old Social Security number, it was very difficult. And I know mm-hmm. that uh, Brenda, you, you're probably not as old as me, but I remember back in the days they they instructed you not to laminate it or cover it in any way. I thought that was weird many years ago, but now they allow you to do it if you want. If you do want to laminate it, it's okay. But back then, it was, for some reason, uh, they didn't want you to. I think it because when they 
people copied it on the copy machine. It didn't copy well, depending on the lamination. Is that your, you're talking about your Social Security card? Social Security card as well as your Medicare yeah. card. So I've, I've well, well we still advise uh, that you don't laminate your Medicare card because there's some um, machines that you make. You know, if you go to a provider's office, they have to run your card through certain machines, and sometimes, depending on how you've laminated it, it won't scan and it won't run through. So we're also advising against it for now. Yeah, mine's laminated. laminated. It still goes through. It still goes through. Okay, <laughs> but, <laughs> then you're good. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm just worried it gets damp or something. I just don't want to print another I one. I mean, it's so fragile sometimes, and depending on the card stock you run it through. So. Uh, and another tip we give our, our seniors is that if you're not going to the doctor, if you're not, you know, getting any type of service, or, or uh, leave your card at home. You know, don't take it with you everywhere you go, um, you know, because sometimes, you know, if you do misplace your purse or your wallet or it gets stolen, then that's one less headache for you because your card's not in there. So now, the, um, yeah. So the, so the, we're talking about tip one is to protect your Medicare card. Second one is looking mm-hmm. over your, your um, statement that you get from yes. the Medicare government, either in mail to you or online to review mm-hmm. all charges and report any of those to to the, the senior Medicare patrol for their assistance. And tell them what happens when they get in, when you get an inquiry to your office. What happens? When you call our office to report something or ask a question, if you call during business hours, which is Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4.30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you'll get a live person. So that's a good thing. You don't have to press all these numbers and buttons to get a live person. <laughs> Then we'll, you know, we'll ask you what it is that you need to report or whatever your question may be. Depending on the type of situation that you may have to share, um, what happens is the person, the person who's getting the, your information, they will first of all ask you for your consent for us to get this type of information because obviously it's confidential. When you know, and, and just it depends. You um, what like again, depending on the situation. We may have to, um, I'm sorry, we will have to mail you documents where you sign and give us your consent to go into your account and start investigating. So it all depends on how much, you know, how bad the situation is. For example, if we do realize that there may be something going on, then if it's something beyond our control, then we will report it to the appropriate authorities for them to continue investigating. But, you know, it's, it's just like a little step-by-step um, conversation that we have with you, you know, again, depending on the severity of the issue. So, you may just have a simple question that we may be able to answer quickly well, for you. What I want you to make sure our listeners out there understand is a lot of them think they need to immediately call their city police or their city detectives or their parish police, their parish detectives, or even calling the FBI, et cetera. But, mm-hmm. uh what is your what is your comment about that? If, if it's something to do with a Medicare, definitely call us first because we'll be able to help you immediately. Because we specialize in what is Medicare fraud and healthcare scams. If it's another type of scam where they're calling you and asking you for your Social Security number, or they're telling you that your you know your electric or your electricity is going to be turned off because you didn't pay your electrical bill. Well, we cannot help you with that because what we do is Medicare um, 
related and also healthcare related. And, so, and, and emphasize to our listeners out there, there's no charge for any of your work or any of your investigation. No, so it's, it's, it's no, part of a, a community we, public it's a service. So exactly. That, it's a free resource to any Medicare beneficiary or family member that may have a question because they're helping mom and dad or, you know, a family member or a caretaker. You know, someone that may be like taking care of you during the day and they just, they see this in um, this, like, uh, you know, that you're continuing to get these phone calls that are, you know, requesting your information or offering you uh, free braces, knee braces, neck braces, and it's free because you're on Medicare. All we need is your number, blah, blah, blah. You know, we've had people call in for that, you know, letting us know that their their patient is getting this type of, um, you know, these type of phone calls. What can they do? All right. So, Hold that thought. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with more information. But now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and A-Bears Town and Country S Report, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana Neighbors, standing country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a special guest, is Brenda Malara, who is the Community Outreach Specialist with EQ Health advise well and she has been discussing the senior medicare patrol which they administer in the states of louisiana mississippi and georgia thank you brenda for joining us today here on the best of times radio hour thank you gary happy to be here so we've covered a lot of topics about some of the tips that medicare beneficiaries should know in order to not to be a victim of health care scams we talked about two is there any others uh the tip yes we also um ask our beneficiaries to be careful um, not only the scam calls but also people going door to door asking you for personal information uh, a while back it was um, we saw uh, an increase in what people were reporting what they were calling genetic tests. so what people were saying was that they, they had you know sometimes groups of people coming and knocking on your door offering you uh, quote cancer genetic testing in other words yeah. this type of testing where I remember could, that. you know they could you remember that where they could tell you if you were going to get cancer or not. And a lot of times it was just a little mouth swab, you know, and, and all you had to do was open your mouth, they would swab it, and then they would put the, you know, the, the swab in this little tube and then send it off, and then you would get your report. Well, that does not, does not exist. There is no such thing. Um, I mean, there is a test, but it, it has to be done by your medical provider and it only under specific circumstances. So it's not something that you can go to a health fair and get swabbed and to see if you're going to get cancer. It's not something that someone's going to come knocking on your door and offering you a swab test to see if you're going to get cancer. So you have to get you have to be really really careful. Um, you know when if people offer you these type of things, you just say no, please say no. I do not do those but, type of things. But tell our listeners, didn't these individual companies and, and agents build the Medicare program and Medicaid yes. program? Yes, they did. Because and made thousands the, of dollars per person. And how per sad person. was that? Oh. So if they were to go to, let, 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 let me just put it in the perspective here. If they were to go to a, like a uh, independent housing facility to give a presentation, you know, in, in their, you know, their, their little lunch room or 
or their little recreational area and say, let's, let's say they had 20 people in the audience. And let's say half of those people allowed them to get swabbed. That afternoon, that company would have gotten compensated for those 10 people. And I can tell you, it's a lot of money that they would have gotten just for those maybe 30 minutes that that person was there probably and so, giving a presentation. So, Brenda, were those companies ever prosecuted, fined, et cetera? Some of them were. Some of them were, and but but it it continues. It, it doesn't stop. You know, other companies are trying to get away with it. So, you know, we just tell our beneficiaries if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. <laughs> don't allow these people to swab you for something that you don't need and something that doesn't exist. You know, uh, it's just you have to be really really careful. Uh, a lot of our uh, general, you know, our this generation of seniors you know of course you grew up in different times you were very trusting nowadays you can't even trust your neighbor you don't even know who's living next door to you right before you did you knew everyone in your neighborhood you knew who lived in front of you next to you and behind you today you don't know who's living next door to you unfortunately so 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 the other thing i want to i want to emphasize is that uh that uh, your organization refers it to be, I mean, once it gets a pattern and once it gets substantial, like these, these individual providers and companies that scammers can be prosecuted mm-hmm. if found, right? And tell them, you've exactly. had some success stories. You go to your, their website uh, mm-hmm. and it, it, it has some fantastic results that we've caught some of these individuals and caught some of these particular providers and, and they've had to pay the penalty, uh, either be, be either being incarcerated or fines or both, right? Exactly. If you go to our website at stopmedicarefraud.org, you'll be able to read about that. Also, we're available on social media. We have Facebook pages for each of our states. So if you go to uh, Senior Medicare Patrol, Louisiana, Mississippi, or Georgia, you know, we have constant alerts that we put up there we have articles that we post we have different uh presentations that we know you know that are scheduled that we make people aware of through our social media sites so that if you're in the vicinity or in the area you know you can stop by and drop in and 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 witness one of these presentations Uh, so that's our way of of being out there getting out there you know make people aware of our presence and pretty soon, in our three states, you'll also start seeing billboards. So if you're driving around, you know, some of the major towns in Louisiana, Mississippi, and, and Georgia, you'll start seeing our billboards up there, uh, letting people know that they can call our number, which is, if you have a, uh, a piece of paper and a pencil, you can write it down. It's 877 and report anything that So that particular phone number as well as that website is is uh, in a promotional ad in the Best of Times magazine for the past many, many months, and I know a lot of people have been calling that particular number mm-hmm. as well. But before we close, I forgot to ask you one big question, but so somebody mm-hmm. wanted me to ask you, hasn't there been a lot of fraudulent scam activity related to the Medicare program in regarding PPP and COVID? Yes, yes. Unfortunately, yes. Because I've heard of several seniors being called, that was many, many months ago, but called by scammers saying, if you want to get the vaccine sooner, you give us your Medicare number and we will and possibly give us your, uh, 
uh, a check, uh, a check or credit card number, and we can get it processed for you as quickly, quicker than you'll ever have to worry about waiting in line to get for it. Right? Correct. You're right. It, 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 last year, you know, once we went into lockdown, uh, we started sending out our alerts to our organizations, letting them know that scammers were uh, reaching out to people, letting them know that they had uh, the test that they could give them to, to find out if they were infected oh, that's right. with the virus. The test too, yes. Okay? That's how it started. Then wow. they started saying um, that they could get free PPP because they were Medicare beneficiaries. All they had to do was give out their number, and they would get these masks, and they would get these gloves, and they would get these cleaning, um, cleaning supplies, and, you know, et cetera. Yes. When the vaccination started rolling out, so did the scams for, like you mentioned, you know, if you get in front of the line for your vaccine, you know, all you have to do is, you know, call us or pay this amount of money and or give us your Medicare number and you'll be put on the, you know, the, the front of the list. So none of that is real. None of that is, is you know, uh, correct information. Um, you know, and, and if you get these phone calls, obviously they're still going on, or if you get emails about this or text messages, because now they're trying to reach you through a text message where if you reply to that text message or you press on that link, you know, your information will, will get stolen, you know, from your phone. That's so sad. you just have to be very, very careful and ignore all of that. Don't well, answer the calls, don't answer the text messages, and don't reply to the email. Don't click on anything. Well, thank you, Brenda, for Trust joining us God. Joining us today. You are very informative, giving us a lot of great information. And go and visit their website at www.stopmedicarefraud.org, or you can call them toll-free at 877-272-8720, or you can see their ad and their promotional ad in the Best of Times magazine each and every month. They give you that number. And you can also, we didn't have a chance to this, uh, this one hour went by pretty fast, uh, that you can also volunteer opportunities for them. At their at for presentations as well as events, and I know many people in in this area have volunteered, including myself. So again, call that number or visit their website to, to learn how to volunteer. As well as if you have any issue that you think that they need to investigate for you, uh, feel free. Again, it's totally free. So thank you, Brenda, for taking time to be on our radio show today. Thank you very much, Gary. And I'd like to add one more thing, really quickly. If you if you call our number eight seven seven. 272-8720 because you heard this show today we will mail you a free healthcare journal so you can keep track of all your doctor's appointments, names and addresses and that way it will make it a little bit easier for you to compare to your Medicare summary notices. So, oh, that's Gary, great. thank that's you for great. having me today. That's I great. really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you again for joining us today. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of The Best of Times in one of our 270 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Caligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Best of Times Radio Hour here on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for more Best of Times. This is 1017 FM and 710 Keel.